When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is a global original podcast. Hi everyone, welcome to the Don't Tell Your Man podcast with me, JK, and oh, I was not here. No, he's not. No, basically, you know, we've been doing this for quite a while now and I'm, I'm sick to death of him. So, uh, so yeah, it's going to be a little bit different today. Let me explain. First of all, hope you're well and enjoy the Christmas season. I'm sure for those of you who have been good boys and girls, Santa has bestowed upon you plenty of beer and gadgets. At least that's my experience, which is all good. So this episode then, uh, it's a little different to the others. You may have noticed um, Al hasn't piped up yet. And uh, that is because officially he's not here. And like, Al, no, we need to have a break every now and again. It's We're not split up. It's just a trial separation for just this episode. You know, everyone needs a bit of time. So Al has been shipped off to Kensington to go to the baby show in the Olympia. And this episode is dedicated to the baby show earlier this year. So in case you haven't heard of it before, the baby show showcases new products for parents and parents-to-be, as well as free advice, live talks, the opportunity to meet others going through the early stages of parenthood as well. It's a fantastic, fantastic show if you're a new parent. You need, you, you genuinely, you need this in your life, as you'll find out. So by the power of cheesy sound effects, let's zoom over to Kensington Olympia to hear the baby show. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the live talk stage here at uh, London Olympia and at uh, the Baby Show. Hope you're having a wonderful day with us. It is the ultimate event for new mums and dads and family, grandparents to come along and spend a wonderful day uh, choosing buggies and pushchairs and nursery equipment. It really is the ultimate event. And of course, we've had a great day here on the live talk stage. I hope you've been able to pass by and enjoy some of our speakers. But now this is really fun because we've got some dads joining us now. And uh, I think it's really important, actually, because I've been doing this show for um, 15 years. And I can definitely see over the years how more dads are here sitting, listening to all the talks, going around, helping choose the buggies. It's fantastic that the dads really do get involved. And uh, it's just as important for you guys as you enter fatherhood to hear it from the dads, from the dad's point of view. So that's what we thought we'd do for you. In fact, I think we're running a live podcast, ladies and gentlemen. So we are live. So uh, you'll be able to tune in and have a little listen to this afterwards if you'd like to. But I'd like to welcome the founder of Dadsnet, Al Ferguson. Hi, how are you? Very well, how are you? Yeah, I'm doing all right, thank you. Welcome to Live Talk Stage. Thank you very much, this is nice. This is very nice, it's nice to have you. Now, you've been very busy. Tell us what you're doing down at the Dad's Cave there. Uh, We're giving away free beer. (laughs) 
<laughs> Quick, well, everyone's running. Um, yeah, no, we, we're doing a Dad's Net Man Cave. So we just wanted to do something just to acknowledge that, Dad, you are part of this as well. Um, and so we've got a, a stand right down the far end. And uh, there's loads of stuff that you can do there. You can kind of sign up and find out more about Dad's Net. Uh, we've got some toys that you can play with. Uh, there's some, some products there that we can kind of share with you uh, what they're like. Um, but most I'll of tell all, you what, you dads do like the gadgets, don't you? Do I like bet you choose the baby monitors. Baby monitors, car seats. Always choose all over those, it. don't they? Yeah, that's you right. You say, let's go and look at some really pretty uh, furnishings. They're like, nah. Nah, come and have a beer with us. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, and you've got a really nice panel. We do. Uh, we've got, a, we've got some great guys lined up. So. Well, I'm going to let you introduce them out. And I will uh, join you at the end for questions. Amazing. Thank, Thank you very you. much. Cool. Do you want to come up, guys? Wow. Take a seat. Amazing. Just to say that we're also doing a live recording for our podcast called Don't Tell Your Mum. Uh, it's a podcast for dads, um, kind of covering the good, the bad, the ugly of fatherhood. Uh, but we like to just have a chat. We like to have a laugh. Uh, we talk about serious issues, but we also just talk about the lighthearted things. Like, for example, when your child gets old enough uh, to kick you in the nuts, he will, repeatedly a lot. Uh, so we like to just to cover all of those things as well. We've had some great guests over, over the last few weeks. We've had Ramesh Ranganathan on the podcast, Bill Bailey, Bob Mortimer. Um, but today we're joined um, with some great guests as well. We've got Mario Falcone uh, from, uh, from Tabby. You're a stay-at-home dad now? I am indeed, yeah. Yeah, amazing. We've got Rich Edwards from Two Dads in London on Instagram. Uh, so give him a follow. And we've got uh, Ben Anderson, from Diary of the Dad. There we go. Um, also, just to point out that I'm wearing a labor simulator, which I'm going to give to Mario. Just turn these on. Uh, at any point, he wants to uh, give me a, a quick experience. Jesus. <laughs> okay. That works. Yeah, that works. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, that might happen sporadically throughout the next few minutes. I'm, re I'm really nervous now. I did not think it would be like that. This was this was a good idea. It's now not a good idea. It's amazing. Well, and we've got some beers, which I think I'm definitely going to need. Wow. Oh, God. This, this is not going to go well. Um, yeah, there it is. It's on. That's working. Um, so I'll start off by, on the podcast, we always um, talk like maybe a confession. We like to have a confession time where, where dads can just write in and they can share kind of those parenting moments where they have perhaps made a small error. So I just wonder, guys, is there anything that comes to mind over the last few years of having kids that you just want to get off your chest, just want to uh, confess, <laughs> confess a few, uh, you know, is it? <laughs> yes, quick, distract him. <laughs> um... Yeah, I um, obviously where I'm a stay-at-home dad. Uh, I remember one day I changed Parker, ready to take him for a food shop. Um, did the food shop, and then got back in the car and realised I'd gone out with poo up my whole arm. <laughs> nice, yeah. nice, yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice, yeah. I mean, and like um, we call it a poo army. Yeah, poo everywhere. Get ready, guys. Rich, what about you? Um, for, for me, it was more, I was trying to be super dad, playing with the boy, he was three years old, with his little tractor, so I go outside, get some bigger rocks and try and let him use it, and of course, it breaks. 
which for a little three-year-old playing this tractor was absolute meltdown. We had no other tractor, so it was then like, right, let's get in a car. We have to go and get a tractor because dad's broke the toy. Um, so yeah, don't try and be too clever <laughs> um, being super dad. So yeah, they, uh, yeah, they get attached to certain things pretty easily. <laughs> ben? Um, I think for me, I always try to utilize my time when I've got the kids at home. Um, I hate sort of just waiting around for someone else to come in to watch them when there's little things that need doing. Um, so one morning I needed to take a shower. Um, we've got three children under the age of five and I thought by sitting them on our bed um, and letting them watch the TV, it would be completely fine. Um, had my shower, came back, two of them were crying, the youngest had a bump on her head. Um, one had pushed the other off the bed, and when my wife got home, I told her that I didn't know what had happened. That's <laughs> technically not a lie, because I still don't know what happened, <laughs> but I should have probably been watching them. I love that. <laughs> Does she know to this day? No. Okay, so what, if she listens to this... <laughs> I hadn't thought about that. I hadn't thought that far ahead. Yeah, it's fine. We'll just, we'll just, just... Feel like there was no podcast. It wasn't recording. We'll warn her off. It's fine. And 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 three kids under five. Yeah. Pretty you crazy. Look, you look pretty good for that, mate. Oh, I used to have hair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Oh yeah. Keep the hat on. It's fine. Amazing. So a lot of these guys watching um, are probably going to be experiencing the labour, not physically, but going. Ah, oh, you son of a. Sorry. Sorry. Just bear with me. You're, you're going to be experiencing that. I mean, women, I have a lot of respect for you right now. Um, that's insane. Um, you're going to be experiencing their labor. Uh, what kind of, uh, what advice would you give to these guys watching to help them get through that period of time, whether it's an hour, probably not, or whether it's three days? Well... Bearing in mind we're not the ones that are actually pushing a child out of us, um, I think you know we've got the easier job. But my advice would just be: it's your one time in your life that you have to be her rock. You've got to take a punch. You've got to be strangled. Um, it's the one time you can't make a joke. Nothing's funny in labour. There's not one thing you can say that's funny. Um, there was actually a dad recently who shared on social media how he'd been asked to leave the labour ward <laughs> for telling a joke by the midwife. Like, so Mario yeah. is absolutely right. No jokes. It's nothing, nothing's funny. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. You just got to be a rock. That's, that's all I can say. That's good advice. I think um, for me, I remember a similar, similar scenario um, and similar statement, I guess, just obviously be there if you're waiting around for a long time then i guess just be prepared for that um you know as dads we're, we're stereotypically not very good at you know just sitting still and, and hanging around and waiting um but i learned this on our first pregnancy that for women there is a strong likelihood that they will poo themselves during labor as a dad you will see that and there's no need to point it out <laughs> I, I did it on the first, and my, the, the death stare that I got from my wife just made me realise that for round two and three that it never even got mentioned. Wow. <laughs> I mean, if you take anything from this session, that's, that's the one. <laughs> um, Rich, obviously um, you adopted, so your experience was a little bit different. 
But what was it like for you, like the first, those first few days where you were like, my world has completely transformed now because I'm now responsible for a life. What was that like? Um, well, firstly, I didn't have to witness anyone pooing themselves. So that was the result. Um, but actually for us, it's quite different because we, when I, we took our little boy home, um, he was only 10 months old. So you kind of go from having your house as adults and it looking lovely all the time to this 10 month old who just turns up the next day and literally starts to trash the place because um, he was climbing around. You realize that this stuff could never happen. It's got to be six foot high because they are going to climb and they are just going to do that. So for us, it was a bit different than that. Um, but really, it's a bit of a turn your life upside down overnight. Yeah, I can imagine. I can, I can imagine for sure. So you've kind of gone through this, this start of, the, of, the, uh, of having kids and that's kind of coming, you know, you're, you're getting that bit sorted. What's, what so far has been your proudest moment as a dad? Um, I think for me, proudest moment, because it took such a long time to do the adoption process, which is right. Um, the proudest moment was that moment when we actually was driving home, um, because you do a bit of an induction period that takes sort of 10 days. So you gradually see them, but you actually leave them with the foster carer. So you're kind of driving home thinking, oh my God, where's my kid? He's with the foster carer. So the day you actually put them in yourself and think, we're not driving them home tonight, is, yeah, that was, that was my proudest moment. That's really nice, I like that. I think for me, um, with our first, because me and my wife work together and we, we run our business, we sort of had him at home the whole time, so he never went to nursery, um, sort of hadn't really done anything um, with other children other than in our house. So when he started preschool, um, just after he turned three, I just remember everyone was sort of talking about those moments where when you drop them off and they're gonna be crying for, for weeks and weeks and weeks, and Arlo just ran in and just got stuck in with like all these other children. And I just remember thinking that was like, it was, A, it was relief, but it was also like a real proud moment for us because we were like, you know, actually maybe we're not doing too bad or, or maybe we were doing bad and he just couldn't wait to get away from us. Yeah, he's an anomaly. Yeah, yeah. No, no, that, I think that is definitely a, a sign that you're doing, you're doing a good job. Mario, what about yourself? Um, I think I wanted to be a dad for so long before Parker came that I find every day a proud moment. Um, but obviously the standout would be when he called me Dada, his first words were Dada. Um, yeah, and that for me was, I spent so much time with him. It was nice to, it was like he recognized that as well. So yeah, every day is a proud moment. Yeah, how, how are you finding that day in, day out? You know, you're, you're the stay at home dad, you're the primary carer. How, how are you finding that? It's hard. Uh, I respect stay at home parents. It is so, it's mentally draining, I think is the way I'd say it. It's, um, it's amazing, you're there for everything, you're part of their development, um, you know, they are your best friend, you're their best friend, but it's so hard. Yeah, exactly. We were having this conversation only earlier with a few dads to say, like, you're at work all day, dads, a lot, a lot of the time. You're, you're at work and then you come home and, like, your wife or your partner has also been at work not out earning money but working and I think that's a really important thing like I've certainly kind of well in back when that was our situation I certainly had to remember that um, for sure I think the proudest moment that we we faced was when my son Teddy looked up at me and he said daddy can we watch Star Wars and I was like yeah yes we can 
that was definitely one of the, one of the best moments. Okay, so what, going from proudest moment to the, perhaps the most embarrassing moment. Um, see, mine's always poo related. <laughs> That's fine. Always poo related. It often so, is with kids. <laughs> um, I had to go with one of my best friends who's getting married next Friday uh, to do suit fittings. Uh, we went for breakfast first on the car on the way from the calf to the suit shop. Uh, Parker decided to have a uh, poon army. Uh, so we got to the uh, suit place, I changed him. Um, and then when we got into the suit place, obviously I used to be a bespoke tailor. So I was giving it the big I am to the guy that was fitting my suit. Um, and I looked at Parker and I could see the face. And everyone knows their kid has that face when the, you know they're pooing. The poo face. And then you have that realisation of when it's bad, when it starts showing at the front of them and not just the back. So I was like, I said to my mate, look, I've, I've got to go. He was like, I was like, I need to go now. <laughs> so I took him back to the car, changed him. But I realised I hadn't packed any more nappies or another uh, spare pair of clothes. Oh. It's the one day I had to pack for myself. So... Um, yeah, he ended up coming home in a swimming nappy and a denim jacket. So, yeah. <laughs> That's brilliant. Did, did, uh, did the missus say to you, uh, what happened here? He looked like he was about to do a season in Iron Apple. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> amazing, amazing. Ben? Um, I think probably most embarrassing moment. I document a lot of the time. If I've ever got the three kids on my own, um, I document a lot of that on Instagram. <laughs> I just figured that there might be some new people coming in that haven't worked out what's yeah. going on with yeah, you. I should, yeah, <laughs> I've, got, weird I've, got <laughs> I've got a labour simulator stuck on me at the moment and it really hurts every now and again when Mario decides that he wants to just do that. Sorry, Ben. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. So, um, so yeah, the, I document a lot of this on Instagram and when I'm out with the, the three on my own. And um, normally it just goes plain sailing. But I remember this one time we went to Nando's um, and standard we, yeah obviously just the easiest place to put them um, and the three of them initially for the first 10 minutes it was, it was just going plain sailing you know they were sitting there they were laughing joking with each other um, Esme was just about one at the time um, went to go and grab some cutlery came back and worked out that she'd managed to climb out of the high chair but she hadn't actually fallen out, but she'd kind of got her leg stuck as she was about to fall out. So her head was on the table and her leg was sort of dangled back like nice. that. But obviously people were just staring and no one offered to go and help yeah. her. And, and sort of, so I just literally looked like this guy who just abandoned these kids and then his youngest baby just like got her head on there. So that was, that was pretty embarrassing. Did you, did you walk past kind of looking as well and going, no, I don't I know whose kid like, that is. Yeah. No, that, that, that I should have done that to be honest. <laughs> Rich. Um, for me, second time around when we was adopting our little girl, we, it was the first day we were taking her out. So we was all set thinking, yeah, we know parenting. We know how to use car seats. We just, you know, think we can smash it. Um, take her outside. Foster care is staying in the house. We get to the car. We've got a new car seat. No chance of us putting her in there. We're like 10 minutes trying to get her into the car seat. It got to the point we had to knock back on the door <laughs> to say to the foster care can you please come out and help us because we can't actually get over the chair and bearing in mind this is like you're meant to be proving that you're, <laughs> you're good enough to take this kid home and we sort of had to say yeah we just can't even get her in the seat it was yeah it was pretty That's bad amazing. yeah but but there is no manual like we're all we're all like oh yeah we're, we're gonna be dads or, or parents like no one's actually telling us how to do it are they ah no one's no one's giving us like a test or whatever so like 
It happens, and it's going to happen. So get ready, um, guys. This is this is really cool. We um, a lot of these guys will be first time dads. Okay, so what's your one bit of advice for a dad who's who's going to be a dad for the very first time? I think. Don't try to be perfect parent from day one. We did that and we were so worried about doing everything perfect all the time. Allow yourself to make the mistakes, guys, and just laugh at it. Instead of beating yourself up, laugh about it because it is definitely going to happen. It's probably going to happen on the first day that you're going to think, we've got all these new bottles, we've got all this new stuff, but we haven't got that. That's going to be fine. That is going to be absolutely normal. I think I'd say just genuinely enjoy every minute um, that, that you can with it because it sounds really cliche that it goes super fast but it does you know time absolutely flies um, and I think I see, I see this a lot on Instagram and it, it, it does annoy me a little bit because especially like just at knowing us as dads here we're all like really involved in the way that we bring up our children but there's a lot of criticism that's labeled at dads for you know almost basically doing the bare minimum or, you know, and don't get me wrong, I'm sure there are dads out there that are like that, but, you know, at the end of the day, we helped create that life, so just get stuck in, you know, don't leave things like night feeds solely to your partner or, you know, don't feel that you can't change a nappy. I can see a few nudges in the audience now. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, as I say, just, just get involved because I find that the dads that, that don't do that in the early stages, they're the ones that sort of maybe find it more of a challenge as the child gets older. They'll feel like they're missing out on things. Um, so yeah, just just get stuck in, and you know, as, as everyone said, there's there's no manual, there's no right or, or wrong way. Um, but you know, your kids will genuinely appreciate it as they get older. I like that. Is there is there a doula around that can just talk me through some breathing exercises right now because he's ramping this up? Yes, I'm like four. <laughs> Oh, wow. Um, Mario, advice for new dads. Stop um, doing that. <laughs> it's staying on. Um, I would say just enjoy it. It goes so fast. I know everyone tells you it's going to go fast. And you think, no, no, it won't. But it really does. Um, enjoy every moment. Um, and probably the best piece of advice I would give you is don't listen to other people's opinions. Raise your child how you want to raise your child. It is your child. So when people give you their opinions... Just take a pinch of salt and do what you feel is right for your child. That's it. Yeah. I think that's great advice um, for sure. Ah. ah, Sorry. I think that's great advice because everybody has an opinion and they will try and tell you about what that opinion is. These are coming in waves. That's what's happening right now. Um, just so you know. And dads, if you are going to... I would really recommend trying this over on the channel mum stand because it will give you a newfound respect. Stop it! Ah! Oh, ah, oh, thank God. What that number came are out. we on now? <laughs> that was like six. Yeah, you can plug that in again. Um, he likes it. <laughs> I don't, I've just, I'm just committed. That's all. I'm just committed to, to the cause. Um, <laughs> well, okay, cool. Um, guys, the last question, and then we're gonna and then we're gonna stop. But if there's like one legacy that you would like to kind of leave your kids, what would it be? It's a deep question. I appreciate that, and I know we haven't had enough beer yet. But okay, this is such ego. Okay, um, 
I think for my kids, I, I want them to genuinely understand that nothing is impossible. Um, you know, I'd like them to believe that. And as they grow, at the moment, they're so young that they probably don't appreciate all the, you know, the work and effort that we're putting in, um, you know, to, to sort of raise them. Um, but obviously, as they get older, I'd like them to think that, you know, yeah, mom and dad were... You know, they gave it a really good go. Um, they weren't scared to try new things. Um, and yeah, just I, I think now bringing them up and seeing them go through the various stages, we're really trying to push that, that, you know, you can actually do anything that, that you want to. Um, and yeah, I guess hard work and effort. Yeah, nice, nice. Mario? Um, so I got asked this question a few weeks ago. I didn't know how to answer it. But the more I think about it, I think my legacy is isn't my legacy, it's I'm carrying on my dad's legacy. So the way in which I'm raising Parker isn't just the way that I'm raising him, it's the way in which he will raise his son. So the morals that my dad's distilled upon me, um, my ethics, everything that my dad's taught me is now what I'm not just teaching Parker, it's what I'm teaching his son and what his son will teach his son and so on and so forth. So I think it's I'm carrying on my legacy. So you have like a chain of just people with the right ethics in life and the right morals. Yeah, that's nice. It's nice that that's being um, fed down. For me, I think the legacy I want to create is that they remember everything being fun. Because, you know, as a parent, you, you know, if you aren't a parent yet, sleep and stuff like that is just going to be gone. You, you, you aren't going to do that stuff anymore. But you can have those five-minute fun moments. They're the things that I think are going to be the most important, that when you're older and your kids are older and they've got their own little kids, hopefully some of those really fun things that you did they might just do with their own kids and that just carries on that you've got this thing that ah oh, granddad used to do this and we're doing it and it's really really fun amazing guys well thank you so much i think we are gonna i think we're gonna um have some questions is that right um but just whilst just um just share where they people can find you on instagram yeah so um i my account is called the diary of a dad and my name is ben anderson yeah, our account is Two Dads in London. I'm Rich from Two Dads in London and Lou's over there currently filming. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we're doing morning dance every day for a bit of fun. So uh, Yeah, mine's just Mario Falcone. I'm vain. So uh, <laughs> just my name. <laughs> that's, all, that's, that's probably easier to be honest. Um, okay, cool. Let's, let's have some questions. If, there are, if there's anything people want to ask, then, uh, then go for it. Oh dear. What number are you on now? That has to be eight. I shot that one up. Did you? <laughs> I was going to say, I felt like my insides were coming out. Where can we buy those things? I, I think know. every guy should know. have a go on one of those. <laughs> Do we have any questions at all for our guy? Yay, we got one here. I'm coming over. Coming over with the roving mic. Hi, I've got a question. I'm Al's wife, and I'm just wondering if you can turn it up to 10. <laughs> Love it. It only goes yeah. up to 10. just fine. Breathe, 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 any guys got any concerns about that? How you're going to be in the labour room? Do you worry you're going to be a bit squeamish? No, they're all ready. I think you've got these boys all ready. They all seem like they're ready for this. I'm coming round. <laughs> it is on! Um, okay, I think we're going to stop. Um, 
I think we're going to stop soon. Um, just to say, the Don't Tell Your Mum podcast is available on Global Player, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, I just turn it off. Can I have a nice round of applause, please, for Al Ferguson and his panel? Thank you very much, guys. Are we keeping this on? Have you guys had a go on this? Have you all had a chance? Oh, yeah. Have a go is really good, he said. Have a go is really good. It's quite interesting, though, isn't it? Wow. Very good. Thank you very much, Al. Um, make sure everybody does follow the guys and don't forget to uh, download that podcast. Don't tell your mum. Thank you. And go and see you guys over at the Man Cave. Yes. Go and see them over there. Have a beer with them. Have a chat um, while they go off and choose more, spend more money on your credit card, no doubt. Okay. Um, that was quite interesting seeing Al there with the machine on, feeling what it's like to be in labor, because that moves on nicely to our next speaker. Uh, Will is a doctor. He's going to be coming out talking about the birth itself and how to overcome the, when you have intervention. You might not plan to have certain things, you know, what certain interventions may well happen in your labor. That kind of stuff that perhaps you've sat there with your midwife and you've walked out of that appointment and you've thought, oh, I didn't ask this question and I didn't ask this question. So come and take a seat. We're going to be talking about labour itself in a few moments' time. There you go. Lovely, wasn't it? Um, that's it then. End of the baby show and also the end of this episode. We'll be back to usual uh, on the next episode. As always, remember you can listen and subscribe to this podcast on Global Player or wherever you get your podcasts. So, um, oh, hang on a second. It's up to me to do the awkward goodbye because I was not here and usually I watch him squirm as he builds up to say the, the you know, the big goodbye. So, um, okay. All right. <clears throat> Good, um, goodbye, 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 see ya.